Degenerate Derek Podcast. Yo, what's up? It's me, Derek, host of the Degenerate Derek Podcast, season two. We're on episode 10 already, wrapping up week uh, two of the NFL. I had an excellent week. I'll get into that here in just a few. Uh, we'll go over the picks that the rest of the guys make. I'm solo today. Uh, I don't know. I just can't get everybody's schedules lined up, and I got a podcast schedule to keep up with, so I got to just roll on through. I can't. I can only rely on myself, Chet. That's it. So I know the the guys. They got a bunch of stuff going on, so it, it's all good. Uh, season two, though, episode ten. Had a great weekend. Half a point away from a five and zero weekend, which would have been unreal. But I went four and one. Uh, Jared and uh, Daniel, they had uh, below average weeks. Well, Daniel had an average week for himself. He went one and four. Daniel went, or uh, Jared went two and three. So basically, if you take a look at it, right, like take our bets and do it blindly and bet $100 a game. Actually, the common bet is 110 bucks a game. All right, because that's the standard line. That's usually what I bet. So that's just what I put in for like all the bets. I assume like people bet 110 to win 100 on each game. If you were to follow Jared over the first two weeks, you would be in the whole 50 bucks. Um, if you were to follow Daniel blindly over the last two weeks, you would be in the whole 470. And if you were to follow yours truly, me, Derek, host of the Degenerate Derek podcast, you'd be up 160 bucks. All right, I won. 290 this weekend. I was down a little bit last weekend. So back on the winning side, I believe I'm now six and four, which is exactly 60%, which you hit 60% all year long. You're going to make a profit. So really happy with how this, this weekend played out exactly how I thought the only game that fucked me was, uh, the bears Broncos game. And I should have had that game. It was the bears were up by a touchdown late Broncos drove the ball. They got a touchdown. And then they were going to go for two. And instead, they got a delay of game. So move the ball back. So then they were just decided to tie the game up because they were down 12 to 13. So I was like, all right, they'll tie the game up here. And, uh, you know, we'll go into overtime or the Bears will drive. There was only like 30 seconds left. Well, they went to go kick the field goal and they missed it. But there was an offsides by the Bears. So then they put the ball back and they went for two and they got it. So they're up 14 to 13. The Bears then drove with like some miraculous drive with 30 seconds on the clock, kicked a field goal, won the game, but they only won by two. And I had them minus two and a half. So unfortunately, I lost that game, but I was a winner on the Bills Giants. I had the Bills. Uh, I told you about the 49ers. I actually did a double bet on that one. 49ers just rolled. Not a lot of people talking about it. 49ers offense looks as good as people thought they were going to. I know Jimmy G struggled a little bit like in preseason. I know he had like one interception where he threw or one practice where he threw like five straight interceptions. And so people were like, oh my God, Jimmy G's fucking terrible. And so people kind of slowed down a little bit on the 49ers, but their offense is legit. They put up like 72 points in two weeks. They put up 31 week one against the Bucks, which the Bucks have proved they have a pretty damn good defense. So yeah, I'm on the 49ers train right now. I'm going to try to make some money as they're kind of going low-key. And then, obviously, I lost the Bears. I won the Rams-Saints game uh, handily because, obviously, people know about Drew Brees. Even though I don't think the outcome would have been any different if Drew Brees was in there, I really don't. I don't think the Saints are what people think they are. If you really look back 
as to like mid last year. Like the Saints just they've been a different team. They're not that same offensive juggernaut that they have been, and they've been kind of exposed lately. And the Rams took care of business and handled them easily out in LA last night. And then uh, I had the underdog on Sunday Night Football. I had the Falcons at home. They're just a different team at home, and especially their first game of the year. They wanted to kind of, you know, right the wrongs from their week one Minnesota loss. And uh, the Eagles, another team that I think the thing that I hate about the Eagles being a Cowboys fan is that I feel like the Eagles are going to get better as the year goes on. Uh, They got a lot of talent on that team. That That team just needs time to gel a little bit more. So look out for the Eagles to be kind of have some stumbling roadblocks here at the first of the year, but they're definitely a team that, you know, when it starts to get colder, I'd be on the lookout for. But right now, I took advantage of the Falcons beating them. Uh, some other great games that were on yesterday that I should have bet on. Uh, the Detroit game. A lot of people were on the Lions yesterday. They started out at like plus three and a half, went down to uh, only plus point, a point and a half, and rightfully so. They beat the Chargers outright after uh, Darius Slade Jr. gets an interception in the end zone to effectively end the game. Packers, they got a big win at home against Minnesota. They're now 2-0 and in their division. Colts are a good football team, and I think they proved it by beating the Titans outright. That was one of Daniel's losses. So Daniel, he went 1-4 and yesterday. He just he had a brutal day. He's, kinda, he, he's learning that it's not as easy when you're betting on the spreads. Uh, he had the Colts-Titans. T- he had the Titans minus 3.5. They lost. He had the Texans-Jags. Texans minus 8.5. They won the game, but only by a point. Big balls by... Uh, Doug Marone from the Jags to go for it on two after they got a touchdown and were down one at the end of the game. I thought Leonard Fournette might have crossed the plane, but they just didn't have a good enough angle on it. That's why they really need to put, I don't know why there's not chips in the balls. And so you could get an an accurate spot almost every single play on where the ball should be marked. But they still go old school with the camera down the line. It was just the view was blocked and you couldn't tell if he got in or not, and the call on the field was that he didn't get in. So Jags lose that game. Daniel loses that bet. Um, he was against me on the 49ers game. He had the Bengals. What a dumbass. The only game he got right was the Packers and the Vikings. He had the Packers minus three. And then, of course, last night he was also against me on the Eagles-Falcons. He took the Eagles and lost that game. Jared, he had the Colton's tights. He's doing the over-unders. He had the Colton's tights over. That was a loser. He had the Patriots-Dolphins under 49. Patriots shut the Dolphins out, so he was a winner on that game. He was a loser on the Cowboys-Redskins under 46. He was a winner on the 49ers-Bengals over, and he was a loser on the Rams-Saints over. So, yeah, so he went 2-3, and three, Daniel 1-4, myself 4-1. and one. So, again, overall, though, I am 6-4. and four. Uh, Daniel is a pathetic 3-7, and seven, and Jared is a respectable 5-5, five and five, right at 50%. So, that's the picks from last week. That's how we did. I also gave out the Bucks. I said I was rolling with the Bucks last week. I'm not counting towards my record. I'm just saying I was hot last week. That's all. I gave out the Bucks on Wednesday. They won. I gave out Wake Forest in college on Wednesday. They won. So I'm just I'm on a roll right now. I don't know how week three is going to go. Uh, I know the lines just came out. I was looking at them a little bit earlier. Not a lot of good games on next week. And college is even more brutal. But um, hold on. Let me get these. I know I, I know I got some of the opening lines down earlier. Tonight, oh Monday Night Football, obviously you got uh, the Browns uh, at the Jets, or yeah, yeah, the 
Browns are the road team tonight, right? Yeah, they are. So they're playing the Jets. Right now they are six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. I'm sure they're going to cover that. I'm not betting on that game, though. It's just too heavy to me after we saw the Browns in week one. I think the Browns will come out and will be motivated. The Jets also have a shit ton of injuries, including their quarterback, Sam Darnold, who's out with Mono. Mono. Who knows when he's going to be back. So, yeah, the Jets are kind of depleted. So the Browns definitely should take care of business. But either way, I'm not touching that game. Then looking forward to next week, you got uh, the Titans and the Jaguars. They're going to kick off Monday night football or Thursday night football. Titans are minus two on that game. That means they're favored by two. They're in Jacksonville. That should be a good game, actually. That should be a tough, gritty game. I kind of, oh, man, I don't know. I guess I got to go. Since the Titans lost, I'd probably roll with the Titans in that game. But Jaguars are going to be desperate for a win. They don't want to go 0-3. And they played pretty good football this past weekend. I mean, their defense obviously stepped up. You know, it hurts them without Nick Foles. Uh, Minishu or whatever his name is. He looked, you know, he handled business, but he couldn't get enough points on the board. So Titans got a good defense. They got a great run game. I'd probably side with the Titans in that game. I'll let you know Wednesday, though, if I have an actual pick in that one. Looking ahead, though, to next week, some of the bigger lines you got. Packers minus 7.5 at home against the Broncos. That's a big number. Another big number that I'm looking at that I might go underdog on this one is the Eagles minus 7 against the Lions. I don't think that game's right. Chiefs-Ravens, that should be the best game of the week. Chiefs are favored by 7 in that one. That game's at Arrowhead. Um... What else we got? You got the Dolphins at the Cowboys. Cowboys favored by three touchdowns in that game. 21 points. I think they cover it, too. You got the Bucks and the Giants. Terrible game. Saints-Seahawks. So, the Seahawks are at home in this game. They're 2-0. and But for some reason, the Saints are favored by one in that game. I don't know how the Saints go into Seattle and get that win. It's hard to win. So, Wilson's a gamer. And uh, with Teddy Bridgewater, I don't know. Sean Payton's such a good coach, so he'll probably have the Saints raring to go in that one. So we'll see. Probably have a play in that one. It'll probably lean towards the Seahawks, but I got to watch. I got to go back and watch the uh, Seahawks-Steelers game from this past weekend to see how. Because I watched the Seahawks-Bengals week one, and uh, they may, you know, the Bengals gave them a run for their money up there in Seattle. So that's probably what has to do with a little bit with the line skewing to the Saints minus one. But, I mean, you got to think. Drew Brees being out, you know, indefinitely or for like six weeks or something like that. That's going to really going to affect the Saints season. But they do have one of the best backups in the game in Teddy Bridgewater. I thought he came in. I thought he looked all right against the Rams. It was just it, he looked like he didn't expect like he was going to play in that game. Obviously, the backups never do. But we'll keep an eye on that one. Um, what else we got here? Ooh, 49ers at home against the Steelers. I need to see if this line is real on my book. Hang on. Because right now they have the 49ers plus one at home against the Steelers. Why, I don't know, especially with Mason Rudolph being the quarterback. A lot of times, though, it's because, you know, they think that these teams, just because they're 0-2, like, oh, it's got to, the balance has got to swing back. But I don't know. The books just try to trap you in that game. That might be a trap game for the 49ers coming off back-to-back road games on the East Coast. They were in Tampa Bay first. They were in Cincinnati. So that may be the the thought process there. I'm sure it is. But I just don't know how, you know, 
don't know how the Steelers win that game. I really don't. And you can't imagine the Steelers going opening the season at 0-3. Oh, my God, what a shit show that would be. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, my book. God, they're such little bitches sometimes. They don't even have that game up yet. So they're still trying to figure out what that real number is going to be. The only thing bad about betting, because I bet through a local book, which means like I have a guy and kind of like a bookie or whatever. The only bad thing about doing that is they are definitely a lot more careful with what lines they release. They're not just going to throw anything out there that's going to get them crushed. But like if you bet online, like on Bovada or, you know, bet online or one of the billion other, you know, online betting sites, they'll, they'll throw whatever number out there. They don't care. You can bet on anything at any time. But, yeah, they don't have the 49ers-Steelers game up in my book yet. But if they do and it comes out and it's somewhere close to that 49ers plus one, I'm jumping all over that one right now. Uh, then the night game next week, you got the Rams at the Browns. So that's going to be a big one. Right now, It's it looks like the Rams will open up a, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. A lot of books aren't going to – a lot of books aren't going to have this game out yet, though, because they want to see how the Browns look. Like another one that they don't have the line for yet is the Jets-Patriots because they don't, you know, they want to see the Jets play their Week 2 game before they release that line. And then uh, Monday Night Football next week, it should be a good game. It should be a real good game, actually. Bears right now opening up at three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Redskins. So that's what we have to look forward to. That's what we have to think about going into Week 3. We'll pick our spots. We'll make some money. I'll get the guys back in studio, but that is going to be our recap for week one. Or, I'm sorry, for uh, week two in the NFL. Monday's podcast, I gave it to you. I gave you the picks. I didn't gloat too much about my 4 and one weekend, even though it was a killer weekend. And I got back into the positive um, overall, not only just for this week, but I'm excited going into week three. I think we'll have some momentum. I think I'll make some money this week, too. So I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. I'll be back Wednesday with a Thursday night football preview as well as a college look. Jared will be on that podcast for sure. I'm not sure about Daniel, but Jared will definitely be on Wednesday's podcast. Hope you guys have a great night, and we'll see you Wednesday. The Degenerate Derek Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. If you think you have a gambling problem, stop listening to f***ing podcast and get help. Seriously. The Degenerate Derek Podcast.